Welcome to English Through History. If you enjoy the content, please subscribe or leave us a review. It helps us to create more content and shows us we're moving in the right direction. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's topic is one of two episodes about Philip of Macedon, the father to Alexander the Great. It can be argued that Philip was a more impactful historical figure than even his son, creating a Macedonian state that rivaled any great empire. His innovations to the military, society and politics left a legacy that enabled his son to later go on to conquer much of the known world at the time. We'll explore the beginnings of the Macedonian state, how Philip navigated the domestic and political intrigue of the time, his military exploits, his death and his influence on Greece itself. Philip of Macedon was born in 382 BC to King Amintas III and Queen Eurydice in the ancient Macedonian city of Pella. His early years were marked by political turmoil and instability in the kingdom as various factions vied for power and control. Philip's father had come to the throne through a military coup and his reign was marked by conflict with neighboring kingdoms and Greek city-states. Philip himself spent much of his childhood in Thebes, where he was held hostage as part of a political agreement between Macedonia and the Theban government. Thebes was a powerful city at this time, often rivaling Athens for influence. It was during this time he received a Greek education and was exposed to the intellectual and cultural developments of the time. Especially notable was his exposure to Epimenides, widely believed to be one of the most astute and inventive generals at the time. These experiences would later shape his own policies and worldview, particularly his belief in the importance of Hellenic culture and the need for Macedon to assert itself within the wider Greek world. When he returned to Macedonia, his older brother, Perdiccas, was the ruler. Macedonia was in a difficult position, with neighbouring entities threatening the state and dangers from almost all sides. Macedon was, in effect, surrounded by enemies and struggled to maintain her borders against aggressive armies. In 359 BC, Philip was suddenly placed in power as his brother Perdiccas was killed leading a military campaign against the threatening Illyrians. It was somewhat of a bittersweet predicament for him. While Philip now had the power of the state, he was in an untenable situation. He had ideas about how to make Macedonia a great power, but he needed time to implement these. Using diplomacy rather than force, he negotiated treaties with various threatening powers, creating alliances, ceding territory and forming trade deals. This gave him the time needed to implement his ideas of military reforms. Recognizing the need to create a professional and a formidable fighting force, Philip implemented several key military reforms during his reign. One of the most significant military innovations was the introduction of the phalanx and the sarissa. The phalanx was a tightly packed formation of heavily armed infantrymen, typically equipped with a spear, shield, and armor. The phalanx itself wasn't a new tactic, having been used in Greek hop-like formations for many years. However, 
Philip decided to modify this traditional Greek formation by extending the length of the soldiers' spears to between 13 to 20 feet and renaming this weapon the Sarissa. This longer spear gave the Macedonian phalanx a greater reach and striking power, enabling it to engage enemy forces more effectively. Furthermore, Philip emphasized the importance of combined arms tactics. He recognized that a successful army required a balance of infantry, cavalry, and siege units. Philip strengthened and expanded the cavalry component of the Macedonian army, creating a formidable force of highly skilled and disciplined horsemen. This cavalry played a crucial role in reconnaissance, flanking maneuvers and pursuing retreating enemies, and complementing the phalanx's infantry strength. Another significant aspect of Philip's military reforms was his focus on siege warfare. Recognizing the strategic importance of fortified cities, he invested heavily in siege machinery and tactics. He introduced advanced siege engines such as battering rams, siege towers and catapults, which enabled his forces to breach enemy defenses and capture fortified positions. These siege innovations would give the Macedonians a significant advantage in their military campaigns, allowing them to conquer key cities and expand their territorial control. Moreover, Philip demonstrated strategic cunning in his military tactics. He emphasized mobility, using swift marches and surprise attacks to catch his enemies off guard. Philip's military reforms and innovations not only improved the effectiveness of the Macedonian army, but also enhanced its cohesion and its professionalism. Under his leadership, the army underwent rigorous training and discipline, ensuring that soldiers were well prepared for battle. These reforms resulted in a highly organized and efficient fighting force capable of executing complex maneuvers in the battlefield. With his new reformed army and tactics, Philip began to push back against the forces that had previously held power over Macedonia, reclaiming and taking new territories that vastly expanded his power in the region. Some of the notable battles were the battle against the Illyrians in 358 BC. Uh, sources are, are a little scarce on this battle, but in order to secure his western and southern border, border he went to battle against the Illyrians, uh, a people that Previously, he had sought a treaty with to stop their expansion into Macedonian territory. The Illyrian king was actually the grandfather of Philip's wife, Ordata. This didn't stop Philip from defeating the Illyrians in battle, with an estimated 7,000 Illyrian soldiers killed. It's one of the first times that Philip could showcase his new tactics and army. The battle was decisive and led to several other regional powers becoming nervous of the growing Macedonian war machine. Over the next few years, Philip went on to conquer several towns and cities with the aim of securing gold and silver mines. He conquered the town of Crinidis and Methoni, and it was during these battles that Philip was injured and lost an eye, giving him a distinctive scarred look. Philip went on to battle successfully with the Athenians, the Thebans and the Spartans, expanding his influence and becoming the leading power in the region. His later battles successfully cemented Macedonia as their leading power in the region, 
and with his son Alexander, later to carve his own legend, he fought in several key battles. Quite possibly the most important of these battles was the Battle of Kairunia in 338 BC, in which the Greek city-states, fearing Macedonian power, allied together to defeat the Macedonians. Philip, alongside his young son Alexander, led the Macedonian army against a coalition of Greek city-states, notably Thebes and Athens. Philip's innovative use of the phalanx and the cavalry proved decisive, outmaneuvering and defeating the Greek forces. This victory established Philip as the dominant power in Greece, enabling him to create the League of Corinth and position himself as the leader of a united Greek front against Persia. Uh, this ends the first of our, our two-part episode into Philip of Macedon. Using diplomacy initially and then military strategy, Macedonia is now the dominant force in ancient Greece. Philip is leader supreme and Macedonian borders and power are secure. In the next episode, we'll look at the cultural changes Philip brought to Macedon and Greece more widely. We'll also examine his death and the legacy that he left. <laughs>